Hello and welcome to Life Changing Science, the Bible the Podcast. I'm your host, Z Sean, and my guest today is Rachel Spires. Rachel attended Medford Vocational Technical High School and is a graduate of the 2019 BioBuilder Apprenticeship Program that was held at Lab Central. Through BioBuilder, she got an internship at Indigo EG, which she continued for a few years. She graduated from Bunker Hill Community College with an associate's degree and is now studying biotech at Yale Lowell. I'm super excited to talk to her today about this amazing journey, so let's dive right into this episode. The first thing I want to ask is, where did you where did you grow up? Where did you go to high school? Uh, well, I kind of moved around a lot as a kid. Um, I'm from Massachusetts. I've lived in Florida and Texas, uh, and then we moved back up here just in time for high school, and so I went to uh, Medford Vocational Technical High School. When did you first get get interested in in science? Was it in high school? Was it a specific class that you took, or um, maybe while reading about science, like science fiction, etc.? Just interested in in learning when you were like, oh, I mean, I think every kid is interested in science at some point, but usually that either fades yeah. away in high school. Uh, but yeah, I just trying to understand that. Yeah, I, I think I've always kind of been interested in science. Um, I, it was one of the, because I moved around a lot as a kid, um, science was always kind of taught the same way in schools, uh, whereas like math and English have completely different methods. Uh, so I always really enjoyed the consistency of science class. And then I know I did like after school programs for mad science, and that was a lot of fun. They did like, you know, elephant toothpaste and uh, dry ice volcanoes. Oh, yeah. well, uh, that, 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 that was always fun. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, in high school, yeah. I did so well in biology class uh, that they, the biotechnology uh, teacher recruited me for the biotech program. Um, cause I didn't really understand what it was. Uh, and so he explained it to me and I joined a little late in my junior year. Yeah. And what do you mean by biotech program? Is that like an advanced class or something you do after school? So because it was a vocational school, they had all the different shops. So like there's automotive, there's electrical, all of that. So they also had a biotechnology program. And basically that mean that you took like three to four actual high school courses like history, English, um, math during the morning. And then uh, in the afternoon, you would go to biotech. So we had six periods in our high school day. And the first three of them, I would go to my normal classes. And then the last three of them, you'd be in the same room with the same teacher learning about biotechnology. Oh, nice. And what sort of topics did you cover? Um, and you mentioned this was in your junior year. This was in my junior year. Okay, nice. What were some of the first topics that you covered in junior year? Um, I was a little bit behind because, again, I joined a little late. Um, but basically learning pipetting skills, uh, learning all of the basic foundations. And then we, we got to do some really fun, cool stuff in high school, uh, like, you know, prepping our own buffers, uh, running PCRs and gels. Uh, we got to do some uh, cell culture with mouse melanoma cells. We got oh, wow. to uh, we got to do some really fun things, like we got some glowfish from the pet store, 
and kind of slowed them down, their heart rates, and uh, got a little piece of their shin. And we were able to isolate GFP and RFP from the glowfish uh, through yeah. protein purification. <laughs> oh, wow. Amazing. Real transformation and plate those. Yeah. So that was so cool. I Everything that you mentioned, I didn't do until second year of college. So trust me, Rachel, you were not behind. You were very, very ahead. Uh, that would have been a really, really cool experience. And getting to do, I guess, sort of like just first-hand science um, at your high school um, in the lab, seeing stuff in front of you would have been, that would have sort of gotten you even more excited about science. Yes. Um, and that brings me... Uh, so it's fair to say your science experience at um, at Medford was 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 quite fun uh, to start off with. So where did uh, when did you first hear about BioBuilder? So uh, because I was a little bit behind all of my classmates in my biotechnology education, um, I was looking for different avenues to kind of catch up, and I found BioBuilder okay. uh, web searches, <laughs> and I applied and I didn't yeah, go. But then yeah. uh, I got, I was like the last person to sneak in. So, hey, awesome. And uh, this was the apprenticeship program, right? Awesome. How does the, uh, so, you know, while you're doing all this really, really cool stuff um, in, in high school, like you said, with the GFP and stuff, uh, what was the application like uh, for BioBuilder? Um, like the application process? Yeah, the application process. Uh, well, at that time, it was filling out like a Google form, and uh, it was a lot of questions about why you're interested in science and um, how you think biobuilders can help you uh, reach your okay, yeah. goal journey. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess for you, it was one, you were doing so many cool, exciting things, and you felt you wanted to maybe just, just catch up a bit to your classmates, I mean, you felt biobuilder would sort of help facilitate that. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, and great. So you got into the apprenticeship program. When was this? Was this uh, senior year? This was May of 20... I want to say it was 2019. Yeah. Um, so that, or that would have been spring of 2019. So that would have been... I was just, I was in junior year still. Yeah. It was awesome. the second half of junior year. You, you've had a busy junior year. It's great. <laughs> like that. I have builders. I was also doing SAT prep after school. So it was oh, a lot of writing. Mother drew yeah. me back and forth all around the world. I, I can imagine. That's awesome. Um, and okay, great. So you start the apprenticeship program. Um, and, and how was the apprenticeship program like? What, you know, what did you learn? What sort of experiments did you do? Um, yeah, let, let's start there. Uh, the apprenticeship program was wonderful. It was uh, an eye-opener kind of to see the world outside of the classroom, but still inside the classroom, if that makes sense, uh, to kind of connect with a lot of students I wouldn't otherwise have connected with, um, and to kind of get separate hands-on knowledge. So things we were doing uh, were similar, but also much more in-depth than the things I was doing in high school, like, um, you know, doing protein purifications and uh, PCRs and bacterial transformations uh, in the lab at Lab Central. In 
in terms of more in-depth than high school, was it that you would work on one project for a longer period of time or would you were there more experiments involved what was the in what do you feel was the in-depth part of uh, the bible apprenticeship program i think the in-depth part was um instead of just doing the experiments and getting the hands-on knowledge natalie really taught us the science behind each experiment which is something that i felt i might have not gotten uh in high school was the kind of in-depth, okay, this is why we do this step. This is why we do this step. This is what's actually happening inside of your PCR tube or whatever. Uh, And how long was the the apprenticeship program? Uh, I believe it was from around February through May. Uh, So it was was a considerable number of weeks. Yep. What was uh, your favorite... Um, I mean, I'm sure every day you'd, you'd learn something new. What was your favorite experiment or was there a moment where, you know, you did this experiment and as you said, Natalie would mention sort of the, some of the science behind it. Was there any moment during the program where you're like, oh, wow, that's that's amazing. That's so cool. I think the moment that kind of stands out isn't necessarily an experiment, but yeah. um, kind of the project that we had to come up with for our, like our poster session as a group, it was coming up with an idea, a synthetic biotech kind of idea to solve a problem. Uh, And I thought that it was just so cool to see everybody's solutions to these problems. Uh, And ours, what we did was a kind of breakfast pill that would... uh, I love that. For all, um, like if you were, if you had dietary restrictions, so it it would get all of your supplements in, uh, in one little pill at the beginning of every day. Nice. And uh, I I love that idea. And this was, I guess, in a group of like three or four other students. And you worked on this for a few weeks and presented a poster, etc. How how was that experience like? Because that's sort of, you know, when you when you do get to do science at college and, um, you know, further studies, a lot of it is presenting and science communication. Um, How did you feel your science communication skills and you know, so many scientists have to attend so many conferences, publish a lot of papers. Um, did you feel you were maybe taking a step closer to becoming a scientist while doing all of that? Yes, that definitely helped me a lot to kind of learn what I needed to work on and uh, what I was good at. But it was it was really nerve wracking to have to present our ideas to a bunch of industry professionals. Uh, but it was also really fun to kind of get asked questions about the research that we had done uh which is something that up until that point you know we're just students we don't know anything we didn't get to do any of our own research so that was really fun and really encouraging yep awesome and uh fair to say it was what must have been a fantastic experience um during the apprenticeship program uh and then i know after that you did an internship at uh indigo uh, just, I wanted to um, hear more about that. Like, how did the internship come about and what did you do during the internship? I Is it fair to say it was right after the EBI Builder apprenticeship program? Yes, it was that summer. Okay, awesome. So how, how, how did you uh, get the internship? Was it through BioBuilder? Did you apply separately? Uh, talk us through that process. So uh, BioBuilder had a number of internships, uh, kind of partners that they had been working with um, for these internships for the summer for people who wanted them. And so I was really interested and drawn to 
uh, indigo because of the agricultural aspect of the biotech. Uh, and so the Eric Weist, who was the um, head of the screening team at that time at Indigo, was at the poster session. And so I was able to meet him then. And he, uh, I guess, was interested in me. And so uh, I had an interview uh, at Indigo with him, which was really just a walk and talk through the labs, which was yeah perfect for my first kind of interview because I wasn't awesome. too... So you just, during the interview, I presume you would have talked about some of your high school experience and your apprenticeship program, all the skills you learn. And I guess, yes. as you mentioned earlier, because you understood so much of the fundamental science um, theory, at least, going into the lab through BioBuilder, did that help during the interview? That definitely helps during yeah. the interview. Um, they were, I think, not expecting me to know as much as I did, which I don't blame them for. <laughs> um, <laughs> A lot of them were kind of wary of a high school intern. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think I really found my place there, especially yeah. I was able to continue my um, internship through the senior year of high school because nice. a vocational school, I was able to do a co-op. And so I would take my first three classes of the day and then I would leave school at 1130 and go to work every day. Uh -huh. That was That's, really fun. It's awesome. I continued the internship until just recently. I was, uh, yeah, I, I my last day was in March. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, you've been doing it for a while. What are some of the, I mean, I'm sure you've been working on a lot of different projects, but what, what was the main thing you were working at, uh, working on at Indigo? So uh, we kind of screened these microbe-treated plants, seeds, uh, and so... We went and treat the seeds and then see how they performed against different stresses, uh, like simulated soil stress in different media. And uh, so the seeds would germinate and we'd kind of scan them and look at the metrics and see how they did. You've gotten so much lab experience. That's awesome. I, I think that's really, really important to get as much lab experience as possible, like early on. Sort of the final bit I wanted to uh, talk to you about was... Um, I think after you finished um, high school, you went to Bunker Hill Community College and you're currently at UMass Lowell. Yeah, tell us about Bunker Hill Community College because you, did you have to, did you enter into a program there? Uh, did you already select a major? Um, I guess if we look at this timeline, you're, you know, you're at Indigo and now you're going to, I mean, not now, but Indigo continues throughout. Let's, let's, yeah, let's ignore Indigo for now. <laughs> Um, but tell us about the journey from high school to Bunker Hill. Well, it was an interesting one because uh, COVID hit at the tail end of my senior year of high school. And so uh, all of the classes moved to online and it was pass or fail. We didn't have finals. It was really confusing. End of high school. Like uh, our graduation is come swing by the school and pick up a trash bag full of your stuff. Oh, oh my God. Uh, and so I decided I wanted to go to Bunker Hill because it's so much um, less expensive. Uh, and you get the same quality, especially for COVID, um, where I wasn't going to be able to be in the labs anyways and go in person for a good chunk um, of my time there. And so I thought that was the more affordable option. Uh, 
And I really enjoyed Bunker Hill. Uh, I was on a biology transfer track, so all of my credits would transfer to a four-year state school. Nice. Um, and yeah, it was really fun. Uh, I wasn't even able to get in to go into the lab until my second semester for um, biotechnology, mm -hmm. the course. And it was, you know, mask, goggles, face shield. Yeah, all of, of course. Lab partners, everybody's isolated. Uh, yeah, it was a different world then, right? <laughs> um, you mentioned that you were on the biotransfer track at Bunker Hill. What made you choose the bio, um, so yeah, the biotech, let's call it major? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I wanted to, I knew I wanted to have a four-year degree at least, um, and so, but I also was kind of excited to get my two-year degree as well, so then I could uh, kind of leverage that to continue working while getting my four-year degree, uh, and so I wanted the kind of transfer option, so all of my credits would transfer to that four-year school uh, so that I could continue my education. Yep. And of course, I wanted to do biology because uh, I've already been kind of in that field, and that was kind of what I decided I wanted to do. Yeah, sure. And how how influential was uh, BioBuilder in making that decision for going down the biology track? I think I'd say it was very influential uh, because I kind of knew, like, I enjoyed biotech. It was fun in high school, um, but I don't think I really understood the scope of just how many avenues there are in biotechnology like there are so many sectors you could go into agriculture you could go into pharmaceutical you can go to research you can go into environmental like there's just so many opportunities for whatever you might be interested in yeah and do you feel that bible to help sort of illuminate those different options or not not really yet awesome um and now you're at umass lowell um and did you start in September or? Uh, I started, yeah, in September. Last September. Yeah, I've been yeah. there now. It feels like longer. Yeah, t time, I think after 2020, time just doesn't, like time and space doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, now that, you know, I'm sure um, you have more access to the lab at UMass Lowell in terms of like it's, it's 2023 now. Um, have you had a chance to do a lot more work in the lab this year or is it still a lot of coursework plus lab it's a lot of coursework plus lab but the labs are a lot more interesting i'll say i really enjoyed bunker hill but they didn't have as many in-depth courses as umass lowell does so for example i'm taking developmental biology uh this semester which is really cool and really specific and it's not a course i would have found at bunker hill um, so like we got to do a sea urchin fertilization lab and that was so fun to work with, uh, live sea urchins and kind of watch the, uh, kind of fertilization process under a microscope. Yep. Yeah, of course. That sounds amazing. Um, and what are, what are some of the other courses you're taking currently? Uh, currently I'm taking yeah, the developmental biology, uh, evolution, ecology, and conservation which is no lab, but it's a lot of fun. Yep, uh, I can imagine. And uh, as for bio courses, like last semester, I took um, data science, which was no lab, no nothing. It was all computer work, but it was 
very illuminating because data science is such a huge part of biotech. Uh, it's a complete separate sector that I feel like you don't get a lot of experience in if you're a lab person. Yeah. So it was really nice to kind of understand, oh, what is metadata? What is all of this stuff? Yeah. And it's so, I think when you get to like final year of college and especially research at a postgrad level, 50% of your work is actually data science as a biologist, probably more actually. Uh, so it's awesome that, you know, you're getting to learn stats and now you're looking to like R and Python or some other stuff right now. Uh, yeah, it was, it was all in, um, Python. Oh, nice. Awesome. That's good. Because usually they start with R, like 80% of bioinformatics is R right now, but there's a transition to go into Python. So that's awesome. Like I think, um, the learning curve is super steep for Python or just encoding in general, but like once you get past the first six months, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a synthetic biology tool knowing mm -hmm. Python. So then it, it helps you, but it helps you even more. Uh, when you actually come back into the wet lab and data analysis, et cetera. So that's awesome that they're... It was interesting, um, especially because I was the only... I was one of the only two biology majors that pretty else was computer science. I know. For nice. And so I really like that. Enching up, but I think it'll benefit definitely in the workplace. Yeah, of course. And how do you feel your Bible experience has helped you settle in um, and do really, really well at EMS level so far? I think it's helped me to kind of know what I want, uh, as well as just being proficient in skills. Um, because of COVID, I think mainly a lot of biology students haven't had much experience in the lab, uh, in like just academic labs and to be in upper level courses and not know how to pipette. I, you know, it's nice to be able to kind of help my fellow students as well as just kind of understand what I'm doing. Uh, and I feel like my past experience with BioBuilder in high school has really uniquely kind of helped me along with all of that. Of course, yeah, no, I, I can imagine. Um, and what advice would you give to, you know, um, current high school students who are contemplating um, either going into BioBuilder or learning about synthetic biology? I think that there are so many opportunities out there for a career in this field. And um, if people are interested in science, this is a great way to get some hands-on um, learning and just see, even seeing if it feels right, if this is what you want to do to kind of, you know, dip your toe in the water and see how it feels to be performing these assays in a yeah. lab Thanks once again, Rachel, for joining me today. I found her insight into the multitude of career opportunities available to biotech scientists to be truly inspiring, especially how she uses this knowledge to work on a number of diverse biotech projects from proteins to data science and sea urgents, which I think is really developing her into a great scientist. I feel this episode will be useful to anyone wanting to learn about the many career paths in biotech, as well as budding biobuilders. If you would like to learn more about anything Rachel and I discussed today, please refer to the show notes. Join me for the next BioBuilder podcast. We'll welcome another wonderful guest whose career has been influenced by BioBuilder's life-changing science. See you next time.